before we tell you what's coming up, I would like to quickly thank the LCB for hosting us and thank um, our team back at base, Kieran and Jeffro, running the desk today. We've also got Shaheen, our producer, who's sitting next to me very kindly. We do indeed. Yes, he's uh, he's very lovely today. We uh, would also like to thank oh, Ian for. Run myself right now. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'd like to thank Ian for sending our lovely voices out to wherever you are. So coming up, uh, we have Ben McPherson uh, talking about his solo show, Burning Man, uh, which will be held here at the Lightbox at the Grey's Cafe on the 25th of Feb at 8.50 p.m. Uh, we also have Lee Apsey, uh, a film producer and performer who will be sharing with us his two award-nominated shows uh, that you can see here at the festival, and that is CSI, Crime Scene Improvisation, and Your Flaws, the Musical. Uh, we also chat with Ben McPherson and Nick Tyler from Missimp Improv Nottingham uh, about their award-nominated show that's on tonight, It's a Trap, the Improvised Star Wars Story. Uh, and we'll be hearing stories from everybody around the table, but more on that later. Uh, so have a say in our show with your chance to tweet in. Oh, so, oh, so we, we also have, so we'll be joined by Marilyn Bird as well uh, with that one. So um, I say have a say, uh, say in our show with the chance to tweet in. Uh, so where it says moments that you have improvised yourself and best Star Wars moments or what's your most memorable. That was Escape by Rupert Holmes. It is currently 10 past 1, and you're listening to the Spock and Rock on Demon FM. We are live from the LCP Depot for the Comedy Festival, and we are joined by Ben McPherson. Person. Person. I even oh. said it just before the song. Dear like, listeners. Like person, but with a f. Dear listeners, we have had so many conversations about this, but we got there in the end. <laughs> that is what matters. Success so sorry. before death. McPherson. McPherson. There we go. I'm going to be repeating that for the rest of the day. I'll make you day. write lines. <laughs> it won't do any good because, of course, you're writing it down. It's the same problem, but you'll make write lines anyway. I'll go sit in the corner and just repeatedly say it. <laughs> that, that'll be the best way to do it. That's all I want. Just people so, shouting um, my name in shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, obviously, you have a show here. I do. You do yeah. on the 25th. 25th of February here at 8.50. Ben McPherson's Bonfire Man. McPherson, remember. It's McPherson. McPherson. Remember, remember McPherson. McPherson. Yeah. So would you like to tell us a bit about your show? Yeah, so it is a one-man character comedy mockumentary. The audience is going to join me on a journey to the blistering heat of the Nevada desert, to a festival that is absolutely not Burning Man, especially after their lawyers got in touch with me. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very silly, quite dark, very surreal. Um, you'll meet such delightful characters as Gluey Theroux, the world's stickiest investigative journalist, uh, Mr. Whippy, shirtless Glaswegian ice cream enthusiast and kinkster, uh, and Noel Salamander, a six-foot-tall lizard. I thought there would have been a bit more on that description on the last one. A six-foot-tall lizard. Come no, see the show. Stop. <laughs> no, that's the job. Yeah, I mean, you had me at six-foot lizard. Uh, I'm in. Yeah. Six-foot lizard. I had you at the last point. Eventually, you I had me at the lawyers. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's, that could be interesting. It's it's very weird. It's very silly. Um, uh, I the. the Oh dear, yeah, it's that, yeah. gone too long. Um, <laughs> Gluey through the character there uh, has uh, got me through to the quarterfinals of the UK Sketch Off. Oh, okay. so, oh awesome! Uh, like 
industry people who know things are saying, well, this guy's quite good, let's put him through a competition. Um, yeah, it's very silly. It's done the Edinburgh Fringe, uh, got a lovely review of Joy, Bafflement and Humour from Theatre Scotland, um, and it's had a couple of five-star reviews, um, many lovely things said about it on Twitter. Uh, I got an MSP to come and see it at the, um, the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, there is another MSP called Ben McPherson, same name. Uh, same pronunciation. And Not confusing at all. No, don't. No. Don't. He's got MSP after his name. Ah. And I've just got nothing. Um, <laughs> Not yet. Just anyway. Your name. <laughs> no. Um, and uh, he absolutely loved it as well. Uh, I don't know if he's been polite, but it's a really funny show. It's been going on for uh, about a year or so. A year or so. It's been touring around. So this is going to be probably one of the last chances to see it. Uh, it's really, really silly. Uh, if you like things like uh, League of Gentlemen, uh, you'll really like this show. It's dark and stupid. That's going to be awesome. So, as you said, it is people's last chance to potentially see it. How can they? So, uh, tickets available uh, through the normal routes for all Leicester Comedy Festival shows. Go to the website, search Bonfire Man or Ben McPherson, or Ben McPherson, if you spell it that way. Um, <laughs> and you'll be able to find it on there. It's going to be at uh, LCB Depot uh, in the light box at uh, 10 to 9 on the 25th. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm so looking forward to that. So we are going to be joined by Ben later in the show. The time is currently 1.18. And we're about to talk to Lee Apsey. I did say that right, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got it. one name right today. I'm getting sharp eyes from Ben. You might ben. be the first. Like, my tactics come to Lee Osprey because people think my, name is a, they think my name is a typo and they just panic and just put anything in. <laughs> I did, to I, did, I did say this to you a few times when we were, like, I said when we were talking about it. And he was like, right, so what is the pronunciation? I was like, I don't know, maybe the P is silent. Who knows? <laughs> we'll just ask while we're there. <laughs> so, yes. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just what? always get names wrong. It's yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it's not even mine. It's Jake's, not Jack's. <laughs> I'll just leave you to it. So, uh, yes, yeah, so your show. Um, I say, yeah, would you like to tell us about your shows? Yeah, so I have two shows at the Leicester Comedy Festival this year. Um, the first one is CSI Crime Scene Improvisation, which is uh, an improvised murder mystery where no one knows who the killer is, not even the cast. Ooh. Um, so the audience, uh, they create their own murder, we create uh, the sort of aftermath of that and the procedural, they get to interrogate us and ask any questions they like. Sometimes that's related to the, the crime and they're taking it very seriously, other times they're just bullying me personally. Okay. Um, yep. You know, sometimes it's like, how did you know about the chandelier? Because you didn't have a key to that room. Other times they'll ask me, has anyone told you you look like a fat Mr. Tumnus? So, you know, it, it goes with the audience. It but sounds like uh, me and my family theory. playing Cluedo. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to solve the mystery of why our family doesn't talk anymore. Um, <laughs> and at the very end of the show, this is our sort of like high wire act magic trick to it. The audience picks who the killer is and always has been. So if you think we've made it too obvious, if you think like, oh, the, the cheating husband who hated his wife and now has her money, you can be like, no, we wanted to be that kindly gardener who's shown no motivation up until now. And the gardener will burst and be like, of course, of course you saw it. As you notice that the wounds were clockwise, much like a lawnmower would be. Um, so yeah, that's on Saturday at Brewdog <laughs> at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> uh, we have some lovely five-star reviews uh, going back through the ages. The word hilarious appears multiple times. Uh, and we've been selling out Edinburgh Fringe, Brighton Fringe, and some other fringes for about ten years now. So pouncing them like a little jaguar. Yeah. Um, 
And in the meantime, while you're waiting 24 hours for that, tonight at 7.30 p.m. is my other show, uh, which is called Your Floor's the Musical. Uh, it is also improvised and is a musical entirely made up about the self-confessed shortcomings of our audience. Uh, we don't pick on people, so if you want to just come, just relax and enjoy it, that's fine. Um, but if you want to open up, if you want to say something about yourself, that could be sometimes something small. We had a lady who chews the plastic tags off clothing. What? Sometimes it's something a little more... Well, de- yeah. yeah. Is that a flaw? Is that reusing? That's, that's upcycling, to my mind. Yeah, the plastic right. tags on clothes. Yeah, you know, like choose, you know, like chew pens with your chew like bottle pieces. Not yeah. really. I, if you don't have an oil fixation, you're missing out. That's what I'm saying. And I Shakira mean, will back me on this in two albums. <laughs> I mean, no, to be fair, no, I get that because, like, I mean, like, if I'm bored, I will sometimes just like chew on the little yeah. string on my hoodie. Right, I will yeah. take, we'll take something like that, and then we're going to make that like a, a moving musical that you'll you'll laugh, you'll cheer, you'll cry over. Uh, and we're sort of, you know, if, if uh, Alexander Hamilton is powerful, but his flaws, he's reckless. Rocky Balboa is afraid to love himself. Watch Rocky the Musical, if you can, it's awesome. But in this case, we start with your resonance, start with that that's me moment, we pull it back from there. So yeah, um, that's your flaws of musical at 7.30 p.m. at Brewdog. You can get tickets from the regular routes or look at our trailer and other stuff at Your Floors Show on all good social media platforms. Uh, it's done by... Patrick Clopon, world-class jazz pianist. He's performed at Royal Festival Hall. Emma Westlius, classically trained operatic soprano, stage magician, multiple degrees in musicology, and me, a man once listed in top ten things to see in Luxembourg this weekend. Number seven was a pond, but we beat that pond. I'm still fixated on the uh, on the plastic tag. That's... Well, we, we get yeah. a lot of people resonant in the room. We had like five other people chew weird things in the room when we did that. We did the show where a guy admitted he'd been hiding his stutter from his husband for 15 years. Six other people in the room were like, oh my God, I feel that way too. How do you hide a stutter? Oh, there's multiple ways. There's like 15 um, years. Some people don't stutter when they're like Bruce Willis used to have a stutter, but not when he's acting. Yeah. You can sing, speak, you can change your vocabulary. Okay. But you'll find the more, the more emotionally vulnerable are, the more you'll find other people are like, yeah, yeah, I, I see myself in you. Now let's make a stupid musical about it. That is just sticking out with me. I don't know why. Who? Like, can we, we, get, can, we can move on from the tag. Is, you know? I, I mean, there's I other things. People chewing <laughs> pens and stuff. Yeah. Like that's that's. But why are the tags on clothes? <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess. You, why, why is that better than a pen? I know it's all. It is yeah. better than a pen. It doesn't have ink. That's yeah. safer. Yeah, but it's plastic. So is a pen. But you don't. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> oh. Look, you need to don't knock it till you try. Everyone, I, I've changed my pitch. Don't don't come and see my shows. <laughs> Choose some plastic tags. <laughs> oh. You can find plastic tags. Plastic in tags. all good clothing stores. <laughs> I just want to say thank you very much for that. I say it's. Uh, as you can tell, if this is any way to gauge the rest of the show, it is going to be a rest of a brilliant laugh. So coming up, uh, we'll be talking to Miss Imp, uh, and we'll be hearing stories from our comedians and ourselves. Uh, Welcome back. The time is currently half one. We are currently at the LCB depot in Gray- with Grey's Calf. I'm just, yeah, we're just going to keep going. Yes, yes um, we are. We have Miss Imp next. <laughs> Don't, don't get me you started. You pronounced that correctly. Well done. I, I pronounced oh, that well correctly. <laughs> We're going to try Ben McPherson. Yay! Yay. Uh, Nick Tyler and Marilyn Bird. 
Yes. I have pronounced it all correctly. <laughs> so, who are you guys? Uh, we are improvisers. We are from Missim, uh, longest running Nottingham community improv group. Possibly in the country? In the I think, country. I think we're actually in the UK now because we've been going for 24 years. Jesus. Yeah, it'll be 25 years in October. Ooh. Yes. We'll have cool. our quarter life crisis then. Oh, I'm looking towards <laughs> to. I'm going to get a motorbike. <laughs> I guess that's one way of doing it. Are you going to chew tags? I will chew plastic you tags. You will chew plastic yeah, well, tags, yeah. I'm going to go to a shop just to get some specifically for this evening. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, what, <laughs> what show is it you guys are so, doing? Uh, we're up here with It's a Trap! The Improvised Star Wars Show. Yep. Uh, we take uh, audience suggestions of a new episode number, somewhere between one and nine, and then we put a decimal point and another number afterwards, so you might have episode 3.8 and we'll fill in that precise bit of the Star Wars saga with absolute canonical accuracy. Oh yes, we're very keen on canon. Yeah, it, it will be as accurate as anything that George Lucas has made. Yep, we're very respectful to the Star Wars universe <laughs> and all of its complex, contradictory and nonsensical yeah. entities. We're particularly respectful of the prequels. I'm not going to comment on any of that because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dan filled you in before the show. I was meant to watch the Star Wars. Mm. Which which ones was it? Just uh, the, the the original three, four, the, five, and six. Four, five, and six, mm -hmm. and I failed to do so. Uh, the digestive biscuit of sci-fi. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's, uh, it's one of those. So. <laughs> Basically, things happen. There are laser yes. swords of wizards. Laser swords of wizards. Nazis. Uh, and and Nazis. Star Wars. That's Star Wars. Yeah. And a guy who doesn't like sand. Oh, yeah. no one yeah. likes sand. No one likes sand. No, it doesn't like rough and gets everywhere. Mm, yeah. Very irritating. So, uh, say, how can people view your show? So, uh, so it's on tonight at Sue Townsend Theatre. Um, best way to do it is buy a ticket, otherwise you're committing a crime. Um, <laughs> in which case, you should go to CCSI. Uh, uh, there are no windows to that. Yeah. Um, uh, but the uh, easiest way to go through either uh, the main box office website, search for Star Wars, we're the only Star Wars thing, I think, on um, or go through missimp.co.uk we've got ticket links through there or find us online at missimp uh, underscore knots and uh, ticket links are there yeah I say they are also supplied through our social media links as well Ooh. yes I, I did forget Ooh. to mention that as well Ooh. with uh, CSI and your flaws and um, I have provided links to oh. the peoples of Leicester Ooh. so they can go to cross marketing Yes. Watching CSI. Look at the internet, <laughs> find information. It's what so it's there for. I had the luck of being able to interview guys last year as well. Uh, I believe I spoke to Ben and Marilyn. Yes, you did. Yeah, and that was it was a, it was a fun little interview, wasn't it? <laughs> did you mess up the, uh, the the surname there as well? Uh, no, and even if I did, it was pre-recorded. <laughs> so I had a I had a chance to uh, edit any mistakes that I made. <laughs> just go through and bleep it. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, so no, it was it was really really nice. Um, obviously, you uh, you uh, performed a version of this show last year for the comedy festival. Um, how was it different from last year's show? Well, last year we were performing at the Night and Garter, which is a lovely um, little yeah. venue, but it is quite little. Um, and I think we had a maximum of about 40 people in the room, whereas we've already sold over 100 for this, and it's in an actual theatre space. And I think in this one, we'll be able to run around without fearing we're going to fall off the stage, which yeah. is probably a good thing. Yeah, help and before the show. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's, it's, it's very stage exciting. the size of a sofa. Mm. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. 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 And on that stage, we were mostly hunting E.T.'s from the E.T. Uh, Spielberg movie. 
uh, they were designated as the aliens by the audience. Okay. And so we persecuted them. Yeah. Uh, we have actually changed the way that we uh, run the show slightly because um, we uh, were asking for more information from the audience last time. But we found that the way that we're doing it now gives us a lot more freedom to play on stage. Yeah. And um, we get to have... I mean, both of them are going to be fun. And yeah. Hopefully tonight will be hilarious. Absolutely. The real thing is that the version you will see tonight is scaled up. You are going to get epic battles, heart-throbbing heart dogfights um, <laughs> in space. You know, when a, you know when a dog's heart throbs and it makes you just think of sci-fi? Yeah. Yeah, I get heart dogs throb. You know when a dog's heart throbs and mm. it's like that's science. See, you even pronounced that you pronounced that sentence wrong as well. I, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. You did. It, it, just, it, it just threw yeah. me off. That yeah. just threw me off. Go and watch that amazing dog throbbing science fiction movie. I say, I say that all the time. That uh, sounds like it's going to be an absolute fantastic show. Um, I just want to say, yeah, thank you very much for coming along and telling us about that. It is currently 1.38. I just lost myself there while we was reading stuff. Um, we are going to be talking about how improv aids theatre and film. So, yeah, what do you guys, what would your aims be at that? How does it comedy aid improv in film, I guess? Oh, that's a very big question, isn't it? Um, well, I think it's another art form that expresses, you know, people's personalities, emotions, dramatic states. And, yeah, that's, that's true in all forms of theatre and improv and film. You know, without human drama and excitement and occasionally funny things, all of it falls kind of flat. Occasionally funny things. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not all films are funny, but you know, even a, even a good war movie needs a laugh in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, um, I say, Missim, you guys mentioned that um, shows like It's a Trap um, aid the audience experience of other Star Wars properties. Would you like to kind of experience uh, experience expand on I'd that? I'd like to experience that. I'd, I'd like, like to experience that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> God, I wish I could experience Star Wars. No, um, <laughs> because, I mean, the main way that does it, it keeps uh, the, the zeitgeist going, it brings actual ownership of it. To see a live version of a show is a way of connecting with it in a much more personal way. So rather than have the general experience of going to watch the movies, and, you know, don't, let's not criticise them, they're beautiful storytelling, there's incredible visuals, gorgeous music and you know, fantastic roles getting played there. Um, but it's the same experience every other fan has. Mm. And if you look at the rise of things like cosplay, people actually want to take these uh, things that they love and make it their own. They want to mash up stuff, they want to uh, twist and fuse and bring their own versions of it. You can see uh, there's, there's an Instagram account I follow where uh, an artist will insert uh, Star Wars characters into classic paintings. So, um, just, is just that, before this, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. SCAD Arts on Instagram. Uh, most recently, I enjoyed uh, The Girl with the Pearl Earring, but it's Jar Jar Binks. We all played Star Wars in the playground and CSI, obviously. Uh, yeah, I played Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, Power Rangers yeah, generation. Kept it classic, cool. kept it athletic. Oh, we played Ghostbusters quite a lot. I was Egon, it was all very good. <laughs> uh, but you, but you, yeah, we, we do all we live these, these stories and making them belong to us as much as belonging to you know, a gigantic corporation is really important. Yeah, because yeah. I think like the, the, when you look at and you like learn more about each of the mediums by doing multiple mediums, mm. and the thing that improv has specifically as a medium that makes it special is that moment of everyone's on the same page, the actors and the audience, you're all realising it together. It's that spark, it's at that moment when you, you make eye contact with someone you have a crush on and you're like, oh, this is happening. 
It's sexy, sexy mm. improv. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, improv that, is the sexiest art form. It is always. That's what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's seeing that moment of people being all together, genuinely going, oh, yes, this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, absolutely. It, it expands the worlds that we're working in as well, which I think is really, really important because you have all, you have the standard hero's journey, which is what Star Wars is based on. But there are always those like weird aliens in the background, all those you know like strange creatures that just like scutter across the the frame, and there just is worthy of having their story yeah. told mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be think, a asteroid for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, well, you've done that a lot to yes. be fair. That's true. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for that insight, guys. That was very insightful because mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've got no idea for any of that. So, um, yeah, we are about to chat to the guys around the table uh, about stories about how you all got involved in improvisation and some of your funny moments on and off stage. So, who wants to start? Yeah, who wants to, who wants to start? Oh, start? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw it to you guys here. I don't know. I, mean, I started doing improvisation a long time ago. As, as, as a teenager, there was a local uh, theatre group that was doing devised theatre, which is basically improv. Mm. I don't remember much of it, except for this one kid who only ever wanted to climb radiators and hang on the wall like a tree frog. That was strange. And then I forgot about that and then rejoined uh, improv after university uh, and joined the simp and just started messing around more. Do you still climb at all? Yeah, yeah, no, I love a good radiator. Um, and yeah, any yeah. kind of wall, gantry, trellis. It's the fact that you take down flies with your mouth that's really the alarming yeah, hangover. I have from a that, very good tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, so uh, Ben, how did you get involved with it all? Oh, so um, I, I fell into improv via stand up, but I realised aged 18 that a privileged middle-class white guy is not what the comedy circuit needs to hear more of, so I'm... I don't know, Jack. Really? Whitehall's made a very good career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need another one? That's the question. Um, uh, and I found that I was... my The things I was seeing about my world weren't that interesting, so I thought, I still love performing. I like making people laugh. Let's tell stories instead. So I found it through that route and then developed sketch and character stuff, so... Bonfire Man is built out of loving playing characters, which I learned about through doing improv when I joined Miss Imp uh, in 2012. Um, and uh, slightly before that, I was in uh, University of Nottingham improv group. Uh, and then <laughs> I didn't get cast in the advanced performance team oh, and no. therefore had reduced access to training and development. I was like, that's not fair. I'm going to go and meet all these adults instead of being a weird little <laughs> student sat on his little <laughs> campus. Um, and I've made the best friends I've had in my life. And I've had wonderful, stupid Aww. adventures. That's Aww. adorable. I, I love that at 17, what you want to is personal professional development. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I say, so, uh, Marilyn, I worked a 15-hour oh. day yesterday. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we've all been there. I, I see the timing on that has reduced. It was 16 hours when we said it earlier. <laughs> I forgot so, about a break. I had. I say, <laughs> Marilyn, how did, I say, how did you guys? How did you get um, Well, I've always um, done acting and that kind of stuff. Um, and I did sort of bits and bobs of improv within shows at university because Nick and I were at university together. Mm. That's how we got together. We've been oh, together wow. for 24 years. Um, and then after leaving university, the plan was work for a year, go to drama school. What happened was I ended up working for four years in a series of horrific administrative <laughs> jobs, was incredibly bored and I was desperate to perform. And a friend of Nick's knew someone in this group called Miss Imp, and they were looking for people to come along and improvise. Um, so I went along and I met the guys, um, and we seemed to get on well, and we started doing rehearsals in someone's um, uh, living room on a 
Saturday afternoon and then Nick would be left on his own all weekend so um, <laughs> got a dream a day off yeah. for listeners yeah. at home Nick just fist pumped <laughs> but then he was sad and bored on his own so I dragged him into Miss Imp um, and so I've been with Miss Imp for 20 Two, twenty-three years, something like that. Those are numbers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> quite a long time. Ah, so I say, so it sounds like you, you three have had an amazing run into it. Uh, Lee, how did you get in? <laughs> I started at the Tokyo Comedy Store uh, over a decade ago, whilst I was living in a, a one-room flat in Shibuya writing a sitcom. Um, sitcom never got made. But it was great. Uh, my, 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 like over the time, I had a real job uh, working at an. Uh, Finnish embassy uh, in Tokyo. It's a very obscure job. It's great, uh, and I, I needed something to like go outside or to loosen up because I was writing and I'd think like I could do better than this. I had that sort of blockage of trying to be a perfectionist, uh, and then I got into proper loosen up and the sort of yin yang of accepting and adapting and also like hyper planning and fixating sort of uh, spiraled uh, more successfully than I anticipated, and it took more and more of my time. I was going to be a thing to just do to like mess around. It's like, oh, the first Edinburgh people were like queuing around the block, and we were like, oh, we sorry, we need to get past. We're doing our show to like two people, and they're like, oh, we're he- we're here for your show. And you're like, oh, oh, good, <laughs> better make it good. Um, so yeah, and then this has been a continued yin yang of that. That's <laughs> yeah, I say so, guys. I just want to say thank you very much for all of that. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. So we have come to the end of our show, folks. Uh, I'd want to use this time to thank our guests today. So thank you very much, all of you who are here. Um, I also want to thank those that listened in and to anyone that did tweet us. Um, so yeah, the next show for you guys for, to get your comedy festival fix is Into Tunes. So I've done it now. Into Tunes. Into Tunes. I've told you. Next Wednesday, one two. So we have a little bit of spiel about that show. Uh, Into Tunes is back at it again with its high energy out emission show live from the Leicester Comedy Festival. Um, those lovable buffoons will be live from the heart of the Comedy Festival, the LCB Depot, the HQ for the Comfiest Team, and many fantastic creative businesses in Leicester. The show will be co-hosted by two of the UK's realist comedians, Jack Campbell and Eva Bindman. 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 I was about to say, I hope I pronounced that one right. Uh, once again, that's Into Tunes, 1pm to 2pm. Come along on Wednesday the 15th of February to Grey's Calf in the LCB Depot or listen online at Demon FM. That sounds like it's going to be an interesting show. It is, it is. Uh, hopefully they can pronounce their comedians' names correctly. Oh, please, I don't, I want, I don't really want to remember... <laughs> Anyway, we are going to leave you now with 